KPV Radio, Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy, Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Freewave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the, the Psalmist Voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to, walk? to walk? Let's, Let's go. go. What's good, family? This your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go!
What is good, family? It is June 7, 2020, and yes, you are listening to the hottest, most controversial, off the meat rack Christian radio show in the land. It is the Psalmist Voice Reloaded. It is here, family, where you get your spiritual fix, uplifting words with drummers great indie and gospel music, and all in biblical context. And I am your most humbled host, the Psalmist Voice. What cracking! We pray that the word will impact your life and bring a fresh revelation and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, do y'all hear something? They didn't say there was rain in the forecast. But I pretty much think I know what that thunder and lightning is all about. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce the new Brother John from Brother John Presents with Pastor Gene Homer and our special guest. New brother in the faith, we have Pastor Byron Nego. What gentlemen? What's good, Radio Family? This is Brother Don from Brother Don Presents coming at you once again for this ministering opportunity. I'm just excited and blessed to be here before you once again, family. I am truly humbled that God is using me in this hour, in this season of my life as we come together and uplift the bloodstained banner of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 What's good, Pastor Sago? What's cracking? Hey, what's going on, folks? Hey, it's your brother, your cousin, your nephew, Pastor Byron Sago. Hey, from coming to you in July, real talk. If you want to talk, let's talk. So, hey, I am so uh, excited to be a part of TPV Radio and to take God's word to the street, give God's word to the people and the way it needs to be given to the people. And I'm just blessed and excited to meet you guys today. And, hey, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to have you on the team, man. You know, we've been talking off air, Brother Don, for some time, and uh, this brother has a real word too. He ain't the typical uh, preachers that do the. We like to tease a lot. The five point sermons, not the one with the uh, that that has been professionally trained to preach. Man, he comes straight to the hip and he preaches it raw. So you know that I, I'm glad that he uh, decided to come on board with this man and add a little more uh, to our family. So I. I'm just, this, this weather, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but of course, we're in summer, and it's Texas, so y'all know how it is here in the CTX, so currently, right now, y'all ready for this, this is craziness, we're at 90 degrees, and the heat index is supposed to go up, uh, in your cars, it's probably 95, almost 100, if you don't have a shade in there. We also have a little uh, tropical depression coming in uh, in Louisiana area, the uh, Florida Panhandle, and things of that nature. So, family, make sure you stay 
hydrated. And if you have very, uh, if you have allergies, make sure you take allergy medicine because allergies are really high here in the CTX as well. So, Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, currently it's 79 degrees, but we here on the Gulf Coast are undergoing the effects of Tropical Storm Cristobal. So, you know, family, if you're in this area, be careful. We, we, we have flash flooding going on. Um, and, you know, like the saying goes, you know, don't drown, turn around. So just be careful. And there's another thing I want you guys to be careful of that's in this area down on the Gulf Coast. And it never really dawned on me until yesterday when the crystal ball first started coming in. And, it, and if you know your, your history, pretty much the Gulf Coast from Florida to Texas is just one big swamp. And uh, I was out riding my bike for a little bit yesterday and almost ran over a copperhead snake. So they, they move out as well as when the, the flooding goes on. So just be careful. Be careful. Be cautious. But, yeah, that's what we're experiencing now, Psalmist, down here. We are getting hit with crystal ball, uh, tornadoes, and different things. We haven't seen one yet, but, you know, just be careful if you're in this area. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I already know uh, the weather uh, for Pastor Ortego because we live in the same area. So it don't make any sense yeah. to ask what the weather is because we live in the same area. So... This pretty much, I hope everyone had an exciting Sunday. I know a lot of churches started resuming services again. So, again, still be safe. Make sure you practice the social distancing. Make sure you don't get no tickets and all this stuff because they're still throwing out tickets, even though they told everybody it's okay to go back and have church. Don't make any sense to me. But be careful, CPS. Just saying. Anyway, y'all know what's going on with the news. So, you know, of course, we had this uh, uh, interesting situation happen uh, this past week with uh, George Floyd and uh, that that tragedy and how it's causing the nation to act straight bananas. But again, family, as believers, we need to be more out there in our prayer. Our prayer is important. Yes, we all have emotions. I get it. But vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So if you're practicing uh, your faith, then the vengeance that you want to do or how you feel, you should give it to God. So basically, oh, that's what we do. say. No, it's not. But at the end of the day, family, you have to make sure that God is getting the glory out of what you do. So let's be mindful, family. Continue to pray for your family, your pastors, your leaders. Pray for this nation, whether you like the president or not, we still have to pray for our nation and its leaders and, of course, your family as well. Ditto. So I wanted to give a shout-out to the Radio Bishop, KBRG, The Bridge, and the Blue Crew. What's good, family? Also to KAHG, uh, also in Anaheim, California. God bless you. Linus Howard out there in Fire Radio. God bless you. Also, I had to give a shout-out to uh, KGRN here in Hawker Heights. What's good? And, of course, to my first lady, Denise Newton, and my children, CJ, Tajanique, Jalen, Tyreek, Ian, and Tajanae. Daddy loves you all to pieces. 
But the most important person I want to give a shout out to is my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because without him, I definitely will will not be anything but just another blip on the map. Just saying. I'm going to keep it real. So, anywho, uh, pass the mic over to Brother Don. Then we got uh, Pastor Sego. Give you shout outs, and then we're going to get this party started, gentlemen. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I'm I'm getting spotty service due to the weather. So you guys are gonna have to bear with me here. Um, you know, it's kinda going in and out as the um bands of weather come in. So uh just just bear with me, amen. But yeah, I'd like amen. to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because you know, without him truly none of us, even this ministry radio program would be nothing. Because he is the center of focus in everything that, that, that we do. I want to give a shout-out to my wife for, for being the woman of God she is and, and, and God upholding and keeping her. And I want to give a shout-out to my children. I'm so blessed to have some wonderful children, and I'm just thankful for God giving me them in this season of my life. And I can't forget TPB Ministries for bringing me in the family. Loving on me, Pastor Chris, First Lady Nisi, just really being awesome people and having a dynamic vision from the Lord and just following it with obedience and accountability is just truly a blessing to be part of it. And I can't forget the radio bishop, Bishop Willie Horn out there in the brew crew, uh, the men of God that come diligently every day bringing forth the word of God, uplifting and lifting and, and edifying people. And I just want to give a shout-out to them. Um, and I still want to give a shout-out to the Middleton-Borden family, or Borden-Middleton family that, um, you know, we 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 uh, lost both of them the last two weeks, husband and wife, and just really keep their family uplifted in prayer and, you know, encouragement that, um, you know, it's a tragic thing, you know, but we all got to leave here. But the tone of it is, are you ready? So, that's it for me, Solis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pastor Sego, you have the floor. Hey, thank you, man. Hey, again, hey, I want to send a shout out first of all to to, to God, our Savior Jesus Christ. You know, for us being here another day, for us for for allowing us to be here uh, another day. Uh, I want to shout out my wife, uh, my 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 first lady. Uh, I appreciate her. My my uh, my adult children. Uh, sometimes your adult children are still uh, your your little children. They're always gonna be your baby. So I want to send a shout out to my children. Hey, um, everybody that's listening. Hey, Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries. Hey, Pastor Don. Hey, you, Pastor Chris. DPV Radio. Hey, I appreciate y'all all. I love you all. And uh, hey, it is a it is it is always a good day in the Lord if you are. Breathing, so hey, I appreciate each and every one of you. Amen, amen. So, family, we are in this very, very important and very uh, life-changing series, and we're at part four of it, and it's called "Take It Out of the Closet." What are you talking about? So, if you heard the first three shows, you can always go back to our archives at blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. We're also transmitting live right off the website, 
www.ppvradionetwork.com. We're also on Live 365. Type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. When you, when you download the app, there will be a subscription that pops up on your screen. You can bypass it by hitting the X button on the upper left-hand corner of your phone or tablet. Once you bypass it, that's it. You can get, type us up, hit the heart button, lock us in, and take us anywhere with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, family, I'm done with all the plugs, and I'm ready to eat, and I know the gentlemen are ready to eat, so you know what time it is, right? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? TPV Radio Family, are you ready to walk? Well, I'm ready to walk, Brother Don. Pastor say go. Are you ready to walk? Yes, sir. Locked and loaded and ready to go. Hey, let's get it. Let's go. All right. Well, you heard it. So before we, of course, you know how we like to do, start off the show with some great music. We have first up TP9 featuring Canton Jones, I'll Be Like, and then we have uh, Kara Shear and Tasha Cobb Leonard. Something's about to break. And our indie artist, youth artist of the year for the 2020 Stella Awards, we have Daja with Nobody's Perfect. And the list goes on and on. You are listening to the hottest, most awesome meat rack sister radio show in the land. The Thomas Voice Reloaded. And when we come back, we're going to learn. How to activate the Holy Spirit. We talked about the, the, the beginnings. We talked about that it's a gift that was left for us. We talked about a whole bunch of things. We, talk, we broke it down into Greek, Hebrew. We did it all. So now we're going to give you steps to unlock the Holy Spirit in your life. Today, so tell your mama, tell your friends, tell Pookie, tell JJ, and the rest of them that the Thomas Voice Reloaded is in the building with the familiar brother Don and Pastor Byron Sago. Well, you ready to walk? Let's get it. Let's go. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare use a muscle. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready to, walk? to walk? Let's go! Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the psalmist voice radio. Walk with me. Let's go! Ever met somebody really? Oh, 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 oh,
What about Brooks? You there? Deshaun Jones, are you there? And now, my beloved sister, Tasha Cobb Leonard, are you there? Are you there, darling? Okay, here we go. Something has to break in your life. We're in this together, so we're worshiping and making it fun. Here we are.
Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. But this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, ready to walk? Let's go! thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Step of faith. We 
Joshua was faced with the impossible barrier, the floodwaters of the Jordan River receded only after the leaders stepped into the rushing current in obedience and faith. Obedience unlocked God's power. Now, God waits on you to act first. Uh-oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh-huh. God waits for you to act. Don't wait to feel powerful or confident. Okay? Again, don't wait to feel power or confident. Be ahead of your weakness. Doing the right thing in spite of your fears and feelings. This is how you uh, cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and it is how your character develops. Now, the Bible says it compares spiritual growth to a seed, a building, and a child growing up. Now, each metaphor requires active participation. Now, the seed must be planted and what? Cultivated. Now, the building must be what? They don't just appear and children eat and exercise to grow. Although effort has nothing to do with your salvation family, it is much to do with your spiritual growth. At least seven times in the New Testament, we are told to make every effort in our growth towards becoming like Christ. Reference scriptures, you can write them down, family. Luke 13 and 24, Romans 14 and 9, Ephesians 4 and 3, 2 Timothy 2, 15, Hebrews 4 and 11, Hebrews 12 and 14, and 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 14. So just don't sit around and wait for it to happen, family. Don't. It's going to come. Now, Paul explains Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22 through 24, are three responsibilities to becoming Christ-like. First one, we must choose to go the old ways of acting. Let me read that one more time. First, we must choose to let go of the old ways of acting. Then, you can put off the former way of life in the old nature, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Cross-reference scripture, Ephesians 4 and 22. Before we get into uh, the Don, I know he probably had issues with the connection because there is a storm coming his way. So he'll be back on as soon as he possibly can. So, Pastor Sego, the key to unlocking the Holy Spirit, the power is in our life. But why are we choosing to only unlock it when we see it? Are you there? Uh oh. I'm I'm there. Can you can you can you hear me now? Oh uh, yes, sir. I can hey, hear you. Okay, gotcha. Sorry about that. Um I, I think um I think one of the reasons that we 
we uh, we only choose to 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 tap into it when we choose to is because we wanna we we wanna we wanna tap into that power when it's convenient for us, um, and, and and when it's when it's when it's uh, when it's fit for us to to uh, to tap into what God has for us is when it's convenient for us when we feel like it uh, when it's not gonna 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 uh, gonna interrupt uh, our busy lifestyles that we have and everything we have going on. I think that's when we wanna. Tap into the power that that that, that God uh, uh, has 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 given us, and I think what a lot of people get mixed up, Pastor Chris. A lot of people they they um they they, they talk about they use their scripture uh, where the Lord says uh, where the Lord says wait, and and what they get mixed up in that scripture is they they're, they're assuming that God is saying okay. You just stand still. Well, it says stand still and wait. You stand still, don't move, don't do nothing. You just sit back and you chill. You know, that's not what God is talking about. God is talking about don't get ahead of 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 of, of what I'm going to do. I just want you to wait. But that still means that you have to do something. There 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 is a part that we have to play in. In uh, in in the power that God wants to give us, you know, God has it, but God wants us to do our part, and we don't do our part. We can't truly tap into that power that God wants to give us, and to and, and, and to do the things God wants us to do because we wanna we we we, we just wanna we just wanna sit back and we wanna we we wanna relax and we don't think that we have a part to play, and that's what people get mixed up, Pastor Chris. Is people don't think that they have a part to play. We have to do something on our end for God to to to, to well let, let me say this God is gonna God 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 can relinquish whatever power God wants to wants to relinquish to us but we still we have a part that we gotta play and our obedience our obedience is one of those biggest parts so if God tells us to go in and say do a b or c you know, uh, God, our, our obedience has to be lined up with what God wants us to do, and that, that that power God has for us, we have to be obedient. Because we look at all the the the, the great men in the Bible. You men, you, you you mentioned you mentioned Joshua. Uh, um, uh, that power was there, but God, Joshua had to be obedient to what God needed him for to do, uh, needed him to do, in order for that power to be released and be revealed. Uh, uh, to the to the people, he had to be obedient. So um, I think to answer your question, I think um, we only do it because if, if it's not going to interrupt our busy lives, uh, that's what we want to do it. So much to it, and I thank God that He gave detail into what. understand okay the whole okay so what do I do with it or or I, I can do the ability speaking in tongues but what do I do with it? We have all these questions that are not answered. And what Paul explains is our responsibility of how of how the more Christ like we become the more powerful we can be uh, we can you know, be a powerhouse for the Lord. 
as we continue to have a Christ-like relationship? Will we be like Christ? We will never be Christ. But the fact of the matter is he gave us the grace so we can be Christ-like. See, we don't preach preach the words. We just say, oh, we can be like Christ. But the word says we can become Christ-like. Like become Christ-like. You can't you can't switch those words and put those words into your own ideology. We will be Christ-like. Well, how do you become Christ-like, Pastor? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Simple, relational. That's it. It's relationship with Jesus Christ. It's also developing your faith in Jesus Christ. Also developing this thing called humility. So pride can be put aside to activate it. See, these are humble acts of love. This is what Jesus. This is why Jesus was so powerful. He was humble. He was wise. He was teachable. He was he was a teacher, and he was able to walk with the boldness of he knew who he was. We we are pastor we forgot who we are we forgot that we were given a power that we can tread upon serpents and scorpions and stop using it as a cliche we were told that we can heal the sick and raise the dead with the same holy ghost that jesus had so why are we putting it in the closet well we talked about this couple of shows where the transition of the word of god and most or some churches have geared to the prosperity message, and the prosperity message is only killing us and crippling us because we're not told how to utilize the power of the Holy Ghost, not to name it and claim it, not to get your house, not to get your car, not to get a six-figure salary. It's to deal with the issues that we have going on right now. Let me explain my statement. Well, if we were all as believers activating the power of the Holy Spirit already inherited to us by just having a relationship with Jesus Christ, there'll be a movement going on, not rioting, not all this stuff going on right now, but a movement of people's hearts being changed, the healing in people's lives through the power of the Holy Ghost. You don't even have to hands on them since we're on social distancing and all this stuff. Jesus was so powerful, family. You need to read He didn't you didn't even have to touch the man and you could be healed. That's right, how powerful right. he was. You right. didn't have to be the laying on of hands we're we we break out the crystal and, and put it on people's head and you know all this stuff. Yes, we touch and agree <laughs> But at the same time, we have to understand that the power is not in the oil. The power is in the All I'm doing is agreeing with you that we both agree that if two or three gather together in Jesus' name, he's in the midst to heal, set you free, break bondages, break chains through the power of the Holy Ghost. Right. Right. I'm wrong, but this is what we're so needy to to hands on us. Everything we have within us. Do you understand how easy a pastor's job would be if all we have to do is just preach and teach and send our 
sheep out, start new uh, new uh, sheep holds and, and, and build new churches. If you want to have a church, if you have a church without walls, continue the, the great commission that Jesus for us. Our job as pastors is to do just that. Send you out into the world and preach the gospel, not hold you hostage. And a lot of times, and I'm getting off topic, let me reel back. But the problem is okay. that we are we are so caught up on what a man, me, pastor, I pastor, so where doesn't look, first of all, you don't take fool's destiny. You don't God. Well, I heard a rhema word from God. Okay, well, Yes, we are. 
God will take care of our needs, not wants, needs. Right. Big right. difference. Also, if he calls you to do a work for him, he will make the provision for you. Let me explain it. Let me bring real back, family. God will utilize the resources that he has. He will make sure that he makes room for you to do the work that he calls you to do. Now, I'm going to get a lot of arguments with that, Pastor, but it's the truth. We have to understand that when we are called to do a thing, God also prepares our natural to fund the thing, not to be right. not to take take a, a advantage of folk and stuff like that. Whatever extra that you're receiving is for the outside ministries, outreach, soup kitchen, whatever it is for the community. That extra money goes to the community. That's where we get the storehouse mixed up, Pastor. We think that the storehouse is an ATM machine. No, it's not. The storehouse is all the tithes and donations that you bring into this ministry. This money will go to those programs, those families that are broken, that need it. We may not be able to make you rich, but at least we can take care of a bill or two to tide you over. Now, of course, right. you have there's Okay, I'm, get, I'm getting off topic, but what I'm saying is that the Holy Spirit brings sensitivity to you as well. You can discern yeah. spirit. You know when yeah. someone is trying to get over on you. You know when when the, that person is truly sincere about the Word of God. You will know in your spirit because the Spirit will give you a quickening. You will feel it. Just saying. Now let, let me let me break this down a little bit more, and, and Pastor said, "Oh, you have the floor after this." Now, of course, let's lose, let's use some more um, biblical theology here with the word "transform." Now, of course, we know it's, it's uh, uh, metamorphosis, which is used in Romans twelve two and Second Corinthians three eighteen, and it's used today to describe the amazing change a caterpillar goes through and become a butterfly. It's also a beautiful picture of what happens to us spiritually when we allow God to direct our thoughts. We are changing the inside out. We become more beautiful and we are set free to soar to new heights. That's number two, and I'm going to leave it at that. So, Pastor... Why is it hard for us to transform our minds? Is it because we're so caught up in the religious aspect of things? We're trying to uh, be people pleasers. What's the problem? Why can't we be truly renewed and set free uh, coming out of Romans 12 and 2? You have the floor. Oh, brother, man, you said you said a, you said a, you said a good mouthful, man. I think um, I think it is a it, it is a combination of that. I think it, I think it's a I think it's a combination of of us wanting to uh, to, to to please so many people. Us want to uh, uh, run with the Joneses. Us wanting to uh, 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 some wanting to run with the Joneses. I don't want to say us, but some want some wanting to run with the Joneses and be like everybody else. And wanting to be like every everybody else can have a tendency to, to to cloud our mind 
to keep from being from 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 being renewed, and um, us being us wanting to please people and be a part of the of the uh, of the, uh, the 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 end crowd or the or, or the end group or whatever the case might be. You want to be a part of this uh, uh, this this clique that keeps us from renewing our mind. Uh, because we want to be people pleasers, we want to be a part of this clique. And then, if you're not a part of this certain clique, then you're not uh, in, in, important enough to be a part. So I think it comes with our selfishness, uh, our egos, um, us uh, wanting to, to to be a part of uh, a certain clique or a certain group. And all those things begin to cloud our mind because our focus becomes on being a part of this clique and being part of this group instead of being instead of our minds being focused on what it re- really needs to be focused on, and that's God and being led by the Spirit. And then, if you're truly being led by the Spirit, the Spirit will tell you, "Hey, you don't need to be a part of this." You know. So I think our egos, our selfishness, our selfish desires get in the way from our minds being renewed. And one thing I want to say is, and this is kind of off, off the question of the subject, but you and I had a great conversation offline about, about, about how, how, how God will, uh, will, uh, when, when God calls you for something, God is not going to, to, to call you to leave you. God has called you and God is going to make those provisions for you to do what God has called you to do only thing God wants you to do is be obedient and what God has called you to do and don't worry about everything else. Now, like I said, you know, we have a part to play. We got something that we have to do, but God is not going to call us to leave us. And, and God is going to provide every one of those provisions in order for us to do what we need to do. And like you said, when we get those, those, uh, those, those offerings, those, those tithes and whatever the case might be, that is to 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 build up the storehouse to be able to like you said to provide for people to to have these community events to be able to give uh food back to the community now also if um you have a building yes those ties those offerings come in and you know you have to pay the light bill you have to pay the electric you have to pay the insurance and water and all this type of stuff got that that's important because you want the people that come into the building to, 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 to feel comfortable. But in essence, those things that come in, if we want to build a relationship with our community and want, and want people to have a renewed mind, we have to be able to, 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 to do what's right by the people and give back to the community. And it's important what you said too, Chris, is that when we when, when we begin to get into God's word and we begin to, to soak up God's word and truly begin to have a relationship with God, then our minds will become renewed. Our minds will, will, will become changed. And your mind is not going to change in one day. It's a process. You know, we have to realize and tell people, look, it's going to take time for you to 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 it, it, it's an ongoing process in all of us in all of our lives our, our 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 relationship with God is an ongoing process it builds it builds it builds it builds it continues to grow it continues to grow and instead of us telling people 
hey, you the, the renewing your mind is a process. It's not it's, it's not gonna happen in one day. It's not gonna happen in one year. It's not gonna happen in two years. It's an ongoing process. So don't be upset with yourself or don't kick yourself when you have a a, a thought that doesn't line up with, with with God's word. God knows that you know that that, that we're human and our minds will 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 will, will go in left field. But what happens when your mind goes in left field? You have to know that you got to bring it back and you got to talk to God and say, God, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, renew my mind, lead me by your spirit because I don't want to think that way anymore. I don't want to feel that way anymore. But we have to start telling people that the renewing of your mind and your relationship with God is an ongoing process. And and, and, and when we leave here, you know, we, we, we have to know that, that that process builds and builds and builds and builds. And we're always we're always going to be prone to have sinful thoughts and sin because we're human, and we have that inherent sin down in us. So the renewing of our mind is an ongoing process, and I, I hope I didn't get too far out killed for you uh, for for you, Pastor Chris. But um, we we just got we just got to do better by people, let people know that the renewing of our mind is an ongoing process, and we have to keep that in the forefront. That it's an ongoing process. You there? Can you guys hear me now? Can you, can I can. You hear me? 
Can you announce A lot better. All right. I, I was trying to explain because Brother Don can't uh, can't be on the show with us today. He just received word that Deborah's sister-in-law just passed away from COVID-19, and she is uh, broken right now. So he needs to console his wife at this time. So we definitely will lift up uh, Brother Don uh, and his wife Deborah right now in our prayer. So I'm going to stop what we're doing real quick and just lift them up now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you for giving us the opportunity to go before you on our brother's behalf and his wife's behalf. We pray that Deborah will receive the comfort that she needs. This particular pandemic is affecting all of us in all different kinds of ways, and we just need your continuous strength through it. When it hits us, it's a little different. When it's in our own camp, in our own backyard, it can affect us differently. But, Father, we pray that when we we are affected, that your glory and your honor will reign through, Father. We thank you and praise you for ne- for healing even now for Deborah and, 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 and her family, her immediate family that has to prepare to take uh, their, uh, her sister-in-law home. We pray, Father, that there will be rejoicing, Lord Father God, through it, Lord Father. Even though it is very hard for us to swallow at times, we just pray, Father, for your continuous focus, your strength, your love, your 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 unfailing, unmatched compassion when we are hurting. We ask you to fill those holes and to wrap her in your arms, Father, so you may get the glory out of her transition through uh, coping and mourning and, and celebrating the life of our sister. We pray for strength for Brother Don right now to keep her emotionally lifted up and spiritually lifted up in this time. We pray for their marriage right now, Father God. Continue to make them strong together, Father God, through this time, Father, because a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of people passing away in their camp has they've been seeing a lot of people that they know pass on, and we pray for their continuous strength because it can be taxing and draining when other people are relying on you to be your strength, and now they are at a need that someone can, can be their strength, and we ask, Father, that we can be their strength even though we're not close to them, that we can, they can feel the power of the Holy Ghost even now. And we ask all these things in Jesus Christ's most awesome and matchless name. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Yeah, we, you know, that's one thing that we, we're going to, I can stop what I'm doing because family is important for us. And if any of us are being affected we definitely need to stop what we're doing and pray for each other. So we're going to lift up. We're going to continue to lift up Brother Don and his wife uh, and the Pertle family uh, in our prayers. So we're we're going to go into uh, the third part of understanding this thing called Holy Ghost. Now we're into the third aspect of it, and we must put on the character of Christ by developing new. Godly habits. Okay, what does that mean? New godly habits. Well, this this is this is the thing that we were told before we came to church, Pastor. Uh, you're you know the company that you keep can be definitely influential. Uh, if you are dealing with folks that are, um, and, and especially if you're in this new development and this new uh, phase of your life, 
where you're hanging around people that don't have um, godly habits, a lot of times they rub off on you, especially if you're not strong enough. Now, your character is essential. The sum of your habits, it is how you, uh, it is how you habitually act. Now, the Bible says, and that you put on the new creature, which is created according to God in righteousness and holiness, which is in Ephesians 4.24. Now, don't just sit around and wait for spiritual growth to happen, family. You have to be obedient in this so that you can unlock God's power in your life. So talk it over to God. What do I say? I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Okay, so here's some little uh, snippets for you. How do you think God responds when you move forward in faith despite feeling weak? That's a good question. And number two, what habits do you need to develop so that you can grow spiritually? Now, these are the, these two questions you can write down and keep in your uh, handy dandy uh, Bible notebook so you can look at look at it uh, for, uh, later on down the line. But this is this is one thing that all of us are being tested with, Pastor, is our faith. Because yeah. even when you don't think our faith is strong enough, God responds in a way where it's strong enough to overcome the situation. Now, a lot of it depends. Oh, come on. All right, here we go again. <laughs> um, wow. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 this is, yeah, we're getting attacked, and I rebuke it. Here we go. Now, faith is developed through our relationship with Christ. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, I do not feel powerful, Pastor. I'm, I'm just not there yet. Okay. The great metaphor that's used in the Bible is the mustard seed. The mustard seed is very, very tiny. And the only requirement of us is to have faith of a mustard seed. So if you can look uh, a Google mustard seed or you can go to the store and see mustard seed and you see just how small a mustard seed is, you don't need to have a cantaloupe. You don't need to have a watermelon-sized faith. As you grow, it gets there. But God only requires a mustard seed kind of faith to activate strength, to activate faith in a situation where you feel that you have no more strength. We're in that time right now. And this is why this message is so imperative, family, that we have to understand what we have. The Holy Spirit is not just somebody that's our homie that's just sitting in the, on the side of the car just taking a ride. He's our ride or die. He's that, he or she or that being is that person that is going to activate things in your life that you normally cannot do in the natural. But we got to get out the way. So some habits that we can develop to grow spiritually. Okay, well, here's some. Read a verse a day. You don't have to read the whole chapter of the Bible. 
if it's too much for you. Read a chapter a day. Start that way. Read a chapter a week if you're just beginning. Start that way. Find a Bible that you're going to understand. Now, the biggest issue that we have, too, Pastor, is that we like to throw out King James Version Bibles, knowing that most of us are not understand King James Version Bibles. So, yeah, yeah. We, we understand there is a new King James, and some people still have problems understanding the new King James. Well, they have, there's NIV, there's Amplified. Uh, we Now we have a Passion Translation, but that's only for New Testament only. But we have different versions. Um, message Bible There's different versions that you can get So you can understand for yourself First As you grow Adopting different translations Into your growth That's awesome But start with what you're comfortable with If you can't understand the these and the vows Get a Bible that you can understand In plain English Once you develop that and you start reading the word of God, you start having dialogue with with Jesus every single day of your life, you start to feel strength. Because even in my worst days, Pastor, when I call on the name of Jesus, man, I feel rejuvenated. I feel revived. Even in this situation right now, when the devil's trying to shut this show completely down by everything dropping off and all of a sudden the signals aren't working, all this stuff. But you know what? That can't discourage me because I'm going to keep preaching what God told me. And we can't let a little uh, barriers that get in our way stop us from what God has for his people. What we have is not for me. It's not for Chris. It's not for Brother Don. It's not for the whole entire TPV radio family. It's for Jesus. What we have is for Jesus Christ. Period. It ain't, it ain't for me to be the next big thing. None of that nonsense. Our, the word of God needs to come forth, and we need to be bold with it. And a lot of us are hiding behind our rocks because we're so theologically sound, but we don't know how to fundamentally take the word of God and use it like the power of the Holy Ghost, for example. We don't know how to use it when it comes to the tough times. So, Pastor, I have a question for you. In what ways can we renew our mind and activate the power of the Holy Ghost, even if I have a faith of a mustard seed? Your thoughts? Oh, oh, wow. Um, I think, and I think it goes back to what you said too, Pastor Chris. You know, we can we can continue to 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 renew our mind by continuing to. To be uh, to, to be to be willing to to learn to be uh, to to be willing to 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 take things that you may not have ever heard before, take it at face value, go back and look at it for yourself, and not just think that what a person says, and because you just that you haven't heard it before is wrong, you know. Um, I think that way we can renew our minds by, again, being able to be open to continuing to learn, and 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 then when we when we open our when we open up the window to continue to be learned to let people pour into us, uh, our minds can be can be renewed and our our, our minds can uh, can can grow, um, but we have to be able to be willing to learn, and we listen to this, we have to be able. To unlearn what we think we know in order to learn what we need to know. 
Uh-oh. I hope I, I, I hope somebody caught that. We got to be able to unlearn what we think we know in order to learn what we need to know. What that means is all these things that 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 we that that we think we know and we we we've learned you know well that's that's the way it's always been and that's what the King James version Bible says and oh my God we 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 talked about that already online. Um, we have to be able to be to 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 open that stuff. And again, I think one of the key things to renewing our mind, Pastor Chris, is is exactly what I just said. We got to be able to unlearn what we think we know in order to learn what we need to know. When we begin to learn what we need to know, then our minds can be renewed because now these are the things that you need to know for your mind to be renewed, for you to understand what you have to do, what you got to do to tap into that power and what you got to do to build your relationship with God and what you got to do to be able to become Christ-like. Because like you said, we will never, ever be Christ, but we can be Christ-like by a a uh treating people right a uh, uh two uh b by doing the right things by people three being able to 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 uh to to understand that hey i don't know it all uh, uh c we got to be able to be humble so in all those things that's how we become more christ-like but again i think it begins by us being able to renew our minds like you said, uh, uh, and begin to 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 let go all the stuff that we think we know, and begin to understand what we need to know. And when we do that, I think that's a real big key of us being able to renew our minds and being able to walk into the spirit. Amen, amen. Well, here's here's another one, Pastor, and. We're probably going to lose half the people listening with this statement, but I'm going to be obedient to the Spirit of God. Now, to answer the question, in what ways can we renew our mind? Okay, here's the biggest one that we seem to have a big problem with, especially as believers. Make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Mm. Come on. Yep. Let me read that one more time. Make sure that your character is free from the love of money. Being content with what you have. Uh oh. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I forsake you. Okay. So, six, so that we confidently say that the Lord is our helper, right? I won't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Now, what will man do for me? Big question mark here. Remember those who led you? Who spoke the word of God to you and considering the result of their conduct, intimate, you imitated their faith, uh, you imitated who they were, all that stuff. Now, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? So I'm going to get in trouble with this one right here. So, 
do not be carried away by varied and strange teachings. We talked about this a couple of shows back. So, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, though which those who were so occupied were not benefited. So, the question raises for believers, how should we think and feel and act about changes in seasons and centuries? Now, I'm going to answer the question first, and then I'm going to have Pastor answer it. To answer this question, I want us to focus on our key scripture, which is Hebrews chapter 13. Now, it starts at verse 5, but this particular scripture is highlighting verse 8. Now, we know Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I have three questions in mind to ask this family. In, in what sense is Jesus always the same? Number two, what is significant about these three time periods, yesterday, today, and forever? And number three, what is the application of chapter 13, verse 8, backwards to money and forward to false doctrine? Wow, that's a lot to swallow. So, oh, yeah. I'm going to, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. When we come back, me and Pastor Sego is going to go in on these three questions. So family, here's question number one. How should we think and feel and act about the changes in seasons and centuries? Number two, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, so, oh, wait a minute, I messed it up. So, number one, in what time periods, yesterday, today, and forever, that's the question. Number two, what is the application of this verse in our lives according to the connection of Hebrews 13 and 8, backwards to money and forward to false doctrine? Okay, those are the questions, family. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get it in. We're going to put the icing on the cake. And we're going to be done with part four of this series. You're listening to the hottest Christian radio show in the land, the Psalmist Voice. We know that when we come back, Pastor and I are going to do it in and answer these questions. Keep it locked, family. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy, Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. Oh, 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 he can't be there 
Divided. 
This is ARB. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. This is the sound of the voice. It is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, are you ready to walk? Let's go! go. We are back, family, coming to guest, my brother, in the CTX area. We got Pastor Byron Sego in the what's building. What's good, what's good? Right on Hope in Parker Heights. Catches broadcast on Fridays, man. He is off the chain. Just saying. So, we're talking the Holy Ghost, and we had some questions on the table, and uh, I don't have any more callers, so uh, we're just going to go ahead and answer the question. So, Pastor, you have the floor with this question we have on the floor. Uh, in what sense is Jesus always the same? And actually, we can we can answer one and two at the same light. Uh, second question is, what is significant about these three time periods? Yesterday, today, and forever. Your thoughts? Oh, man, we can we can we can, we can sit and, and talk on that um, for for a long time. I, I think I, I think in in in, in essence, um, we can look through anything in, in, in the Bible, we can look through any in the in the New Testament. Um and we can see that that Jesus unlike us, um uh Jesus Jesus did exactly what Jesus was supposed to do and never skipped a beat. He never changed his his his, his love for people. He never changed his attitude toward people. He never uh, um, uh, changed his attitude and his 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 ways toward people. So he never changed in any of that because that wasn't his 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 that 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 wasn't part of his 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 essence to 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 change because he wasn't he he wasn't sin. He didn't have sin down in him. So with us, hey. Our attitudes, our ways will change like you change a baby's diaper. You know, if if if, if we have a if we have a bad day, which I got it, we all have bad days. You know, uh, we tend to sometimes be funny with people. Sometimes people act funny with you, so we change. Uh, but Jesus never changed with anybody. Jesus was the same way as he walked through his ministry. He, he 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 never changed. He was who he was. He loved people. He was there for people. His 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 character didn't change. His love for people didn't change. So um, I, I think that that that's that's what we look at when we say Jesus uh, um, never changes. And, and and we go back to say Christ is the same uh, yesterday, today, and forever. I think if we look at the way Christ treats us, treated us yesterday, the, the the love Christ had for us yesterday, and we can look at 
that same love is today, and that same love is is, is never going to change. You know, it's going to be there. It, it was there yesterday, that same love. That same love is there for us today, and it's going to be that way because 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 God told us, Christ told us that that that, that God that, that He will never leave us nor He forsake us, which means that 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 He's he, He's never going to go anywhere. So everything that we see Christ is doing for us and standing and stand for us and interceding for us, Christ did it yesterday. Christ is doing it right now on today. And Christ is gonna do it forever. So, in the instant, I think I think Christ just Christ is who Christ is, man. I mean, I mean, Christ is Christ across the board. Jesus is Christ. Jesus is is is, is who He is across the board, and He's never gonna change, regardless of 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 what we do, what we say. Christ is gonna love us, just like Christ did us yesterday. Even when we was off the chain yesterday. Christ still loves us on today. If we are off the chain on today, Christ is gonna still love us. Uh, even if we if we we off the chain five years down the road, Christ is gonna still love us. Now, one thing I and, and I gotta say this, and then I'll give it back to you, uh, Pastor Chris. I had a I had a um, a little comment that came into one of my inboxes. It was talking about um, uh, Christ died for everybody. And I told this individual, I said, hey, I said, when you read the Bible, make sure you read the Bible in this true context. I said, go back and look at that because it says that, that, that God so loved the world that God gave his only begotten son for those who believe mm-hmm. will not die and have eternal life. So that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that makes a difference. See, everybody is not going to believe. So when we look at that, and I told an individual, said, "Hey, we gotta, we, we gotta know that 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 text that, that text says that that who, whoever soul believes." So uh, um, we, we we look at Christ like that, you know. God, he he never changes, man. And if he said that whoever believes in me is gonna have eternal life, that's not gonna change. That's that's that's, that's never gonna change. He, he's not gonna say that. And you're not gonna pull that back and say, "Oh, well, nah, I'm, let me change my mind. Let me, let me, let me stamp an amendment on that. Let me switch that." That's not the type of God we serve. That's not in the essence of of, of who Christ is. Christ is a Christ. Is, his word is His word, and His word is never gonna change. As Christ is never gonna change because that is who He is. He, he He's not a God that will that, that will change like we change. He's not gonna flow one day and then flow the other way the next day. Uh, this is not who who, who who Christ is. So that's right. That's right. Well, since you've all, you eloquently answered one and two, there's really no need for me to answer it because I have the same answers. So I'm just gonna go ahead with three. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and uh, we can go from there. Now, question number three, what is the application of this verse in our lives according to the connection of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8? Now, backwards to money and forward to false doctrine. Now, I think the this money thing and the false doctrine go hand in hand. That's my interpretation. Let me tell you why. Because we see right, it right, in that okay. now. 
we have a lot of people that are activating the money and then they're overlaying it with uh, some scripture some scripture to back up what they're saying uh, but it's a false doctrine why because God never said that we will be rich in on earth he said we will be rich in spirit and in deed so the issue is is that we're so busy chasing after the the, the false doctrine of goosebumps uh, eloquently trained speakers because that's exactly what they are they're very good at speaking they can engage the emotion and they can ride with the emotion and with the emotion they're able to control it therefore it's a little borderline there i mean there, there might be a little uh this might be a big word to say pastor but it might be a little bit of witchcraft going on with that because if you're controlling people's emotions that's the problem and you're, you're utilizing the emotional strings to have them so into a false doctrine. Now, because you put um, a little bit of scripture on it, and if you're not an experienced believer or you're just getting into the faith, just like I was, I was very easily caught up in the prosperity method. Very easy because it made sense. Because I was in a situation where I wasn't making that money and I wasn't getting and I don't have the, the car. I had a hoopie. You know, I worked at fast food chains for a while. I wasn't cashing it in. I wasn't that considered Boaz man and all this stuff. So what I'm saying is this, family. Money has really hurt us in the point where we're so caught up on making sure pastor and first lady and the king's court, I mean, and the, the ministry team is uh, looking, they're, they're looking at us because we've made it up in society and we're getting those data boys from them that we're forgetting that who are we supposed to be impressing in the first place? Now, Jesus is corrective. He will correct us. He will tell us. This is what the Holy Spirit is. It's like our cheerleader. He's going to tell you, don't do it. Don't do it. And then we do it anyway. And then we don't come and ask God why. Well, because the Holy Spirit already told you don't do it. But then you did it anyway. So now you're feeling the repercussions of it. So now you want to sit here and say, oh, God, you've forsaken me. No, you've forsaken yourself. Because the Holy Spirit was telling you from the beginning just like we're holding the Holy Spirit hostage in services. What in the, I'm just saying, that makes no sense. We're doing all this stuff to hinder the power of the Holy Ghost. And we wonder why, Pastor, we're feeling so helpless and powerless in today's time. Jesus was the same yesterday, today, and forever. He still is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we're the ones who made him past tense. Uh-oh. We made them past tense. So now we want to use them when we feel that it's necessary to use him. We want to feel that we can uh, activate it when we call upon it. Oh, well, I'm calling upon the name of the Lord, Pastor, so the Holy Spirit should come, should come down. But no, we're asking for too much stuff instead of activating the gift. Therefore, each believer, we will have a spiritual power that should be exercising that power. Remember that Jesus said that when 
the Holy Ghost came, the believers would have power. Now, we have a lot of formulating things. Like, we, we'll, we'll say this a lot, Pastor, that all oh, the spirits in the house um, are feeling, are getting a rainbow word from God. Uh, praise and worship team is, is praise and worshiping, and we feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And we talked about this off air. Now, one thing that I've been learning through this whole series of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a comforter, but the power of the Holy Ghost is another thing. Because if the power of the Holy Ghost truly hit the congregation's pastor, we would have in Zuzu Street all over the place, not just in yeah. one building. Not just making a, a, a money scheme in, in, in reference to this. Azusa would hit every single church. Why? Because we are dying to self. We're not looking to get paid. We're not looking to have a grand stage. We're not looking to get data boys. We're not looking to get our limos, limousine drivers. We're not looking to get our security detail. We're not looking for any of that. We're looking for the fullness of the power of the Holy Ghost. Acts 1 and 8, but if you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be my witnesses through Judea, through Jerusalem, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So what is the power Jesus is speaking of? Now, it is the power to hear from God. Okay, let me Break that down because we talked about this too off air, Pastor. You can hear from God in different ways. One, the big argument, speaking in tongues. We can make a whole series just based off that. Number two, prophecies. Number three, do signs, miracles, and wonders. And then there's a list intercessors. There's so much. But in short, we can bring into evidence the manifestation, the gift of the Holy Ghost that is already inside of us. The gift of the Holy Ghost, the divine nature that is sealed in each believer can't be detected by the five senses. No one can see, hear, smell, taste, or touch it. However, the Holy Spirit inside can be manifested, bring forth into evidence. In the nine ways set forth in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. Now I'll read 1 Corinthians 12 and 7 for the sake of time. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is given for the common good. Now, the word manifestation is a good translation, of course, and manifestation is a making visible or observable. A manifestation is detectable by the five senses. We experience manifestation all the time. The electric uh, energy in a light bulb is manifested in the form of light and heat. The manifestation of the chickenpox disease is a rash with a small pimple-like sore. We can't see the virus that causes chickenpox, but we can see 
the manifestation of the disease. Follow me here. The multiple purpose of a Swiss Army knife is a good example of the difference between a gift and a manifestation. The traditional knives have red handles and and many come with two blades, big and small. Two screwdrivers, a flathead, Phillips, can opener, you get my drifts. Nine manifestations, each different tools. If if you receive one multi-purpose knife as a gift, you can use it. Bring into manifestation any or all of the implications and cuts, nips, tweezers, etc. The one gift has many manifestations. Similarly, the one gift God gives each believer is the Holy Spirit, which can be manifested in nine ways. So the examples that I just gave with the light bulb, chicken pox, and the Swiss Army knife are intended to show the difference between a gift and a manifestation. And every example has limitations. The examples are intended to make the point that there are that there can be one gift with many manifestations. And when a person has the gift, he has the capability to manifest it. So I got to stop right there. So pastor, so it's telling me right here, I don't need to, I don't need to, to uh, have the, uh, the, uh, the evidence of speaking in tongues to have this manifestation. Uh, it also says I don't need to uh, uh, have a, 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 a certain gift of prophecy or certain gift of this and certain gift of that to be qualified. The holy, the power of the Holy Spirit comes in a package deal, and whatever your call is through the Spirit of God, those manifestations of those spiritual gifts will be activated. Period. Your pastor doesn't have to pray it on you. He doesn't have to uh, lay his hands on you and his hands on your stomach and have you manifest in Shandes and Hondas. If that's your gift, you will speak in tongues and you'll be able to interpret. Now, some people can speak it and interpret. That's a gift. That's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Some people are able to interpret tongues. Some people are able to intercede that we know that we're getting attacked right now, that the devil's coming out, coming from the back door, and we have intercessors to combat the spiritual wickedness to come through the door. See, these are different manifestations of the Holy Ghost power that we aren't even using. Because if we were using, all of our fronts and our backs would be covered. We wouldn't be flanked. We wouldn't get all these people coming into church, blowing people's heads off. All this stuff that's going on right now is because of the lack of the power that we that we don't understand we have, Pastor, because we're too busy trying to taste stuff instead of chasing after who he is. And I'm wrong. So, Pastor, you can lay uh, the icing on the cake with this topic, and we are out of here. Your thoughts. All right. Hey, I'm 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 gonna try to make it short because I know we got we got the goat, but hey, it, it, it's really good what you said, bro, uh, Pastor Chris. Um, man, we gotta start the, the 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 manifestation of the Holy Spirit, like you said, 
It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a free gift. We ain't got to do nothing to get it. It's, it's, it's free. Uh, uh, God, God gives it to us. You know, at that time that that, that we are, we, you know, we are, we're brought in, we're baptized into the into the body of Christ, and we say we believe. It's a free gift. And exactly what you said, Pastor Chris. You know, we no, nobody got to lay hands on you. Nobody got to got to got to got to throw no 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 oil or no water on you. Nobody got to anoint you with no oil. Nobody got to anoint your fingers to say, okay, we're gonna anoint your fingers. So you can play the piano. Uh, if if you you can you you can uh, you can anoint somebody's fingers, their toes, their ears, and their nose. And if the gift is not given to them to be able to to to, to play an instrument musically, it's not gonna happen. So 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 what we have to begin to understand is hey that manifestation of that gift, whatever your gift is, God is gonna give you that gift. It don't matter what it is. Your, your your gift may not be able to sing. Your 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 gift may not, may not be able to preach teach. Your your gift may not be able to, to to speak in tongues, to prophesy, whatever the case might be. But there is a gift that God wants you to have for the body that's important for you to have, and and not for nobody else to have. Your the gift that God is going to give is going to give that person is going to give you is important for. The body. It's it, it, it's important for what God needs you to do with that gift that God has given you. So don't worry about nobody else's gift. So yeah, you got people that can that can that can that can, that can prophesy. Well, and sometimes uh, don't don't I hope we don't get cut off of this. Sometimes they prophesy. So 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 we got we got we we got to understand that the gift that God gives you is going to manifest in 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 you, and nobody has to push that out of you. Nobody, like you said, nobody gotta 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 put their hand on 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 your stomach. It's all release it and let it come out. No, no, that, that's that's not how God that, that's not how God works. God works in God's own timing and not in our timing. When we're trying to rush something uh, out of you, we're trying to get you to tarry at the altar. You can tarry all you want until God says that I want this to lay on you. Then it's not gonna be laid on. And we gotta be, we gotta be able to get out, get out of our, get, just get out of God's way and let God work, and stop trying to force gifts on people that God didn't want to have those particular gifts. We gotta stop doing that. And when we do that, we're messing it up for people, Pastor Chris. We just, mm-hmm. we just, we just throwing the monkey wrench in God's program when we try to force something, force a gift that's free on somebody that's not meant for them to have. So now they think they got something that God never intended for them to have, and now they are they're using something that's not even the gift from God. It's something that God is putting to and it is putting to their head. Now they out there doing stuff that they ain't supposed to be doing and messing up other people's lives and confusing other people. Just because you had a dream and. Now, 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 because you had a dream. Now, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a prophet now. So now I'm going to go tell somebody. Oh, I had a dream about. It. Well, no, that that dream that you had may not be for you to go and tell nobody, and it may not meant for you to be going, going around telling people. Well, oh, I had this dream, so now you know to get your wedding dress because God told me in my dream for you to go get your wedding dress because you're going to be married in five months. Go somewhere and sit down. Now you're lying to people. Now people go out and buy their wedding dress. And and I ain't been married yet because you didn't went out there and told us some craziness because you think God then showed you something and now you think you're a prophet 
when you're really not, you know? So I think it's important that we have to start forcing spiritual gifts on people and let God do that because God is the one that does that. Amen. Amen. And and that is the truth. We have to allow the, the, the gift to manifest on its own. We have no we have no place of telling people what gift that they have. Now, there is a gift called discernment. And yeah. some of us do possess the gift and some of us may know that someone's calling. I'm not saying that's impossible because it is. Because any yeah. with with the Holy Spirit, anything's possible. So you right. can have that ability, but it's up to you as the pastor to cultivate it. Again, mm-hmm. that's not what we're doing. We're not cultivating gifts. We are forcing gifts to be said, to tongues. We're teaching people how to say Honda and Shonda. We're teaching people how to say Rhema word from God. We're teaching people all of the all of the nice words to say that we're so deep. But in all actuality, we have no power. And that's the problem. We need to sit back as leaders and start cultivating the gift. Start teaching the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not something that they have to earn, sweep your sweep your church, none of that stuff. This is a gift that's automatically given from Jesus Christ when he was ascended to heaven. It is our gift. So we can tread upon serpents and scorpions and every high thing that exalts itself. We have the power, family. So let's start now and understand the power that we truly have as men and women of God. Period. So I'm done. That's it. So that's part four. We have part five next week. We're going to break it down. This is a very long series. So we're going to teach you everything there it needs to know to, about the Holy Spirit, how to get it, how to keep it, all that stuff, where did it come from, all that. So if you missed the first four, you can play it on our, I mean, you can replay it on blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. We have all of the archives on that site. Also, you can hear our replays on the Thomas Voice Radio Network 24-7. Just download Live 365, search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. So, family, you can visit our website too, www.tpvradio.com, and you can see all of our shows that are playing on air right now or the previously recorded shows, they stay on the site within one to two days, and then we update it with the new shows coming up for the week. So those are all my plugs. Family, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And don't miss our brother coming up at 430, Cell Life with Michael Savalos. He's going to have an impactful show just for you. He's going to bring his son in going to be one of those tear jerkers and you got to listen so tell your family tell your friends that cell life is up next at 4 30 central standard time so on behalf of brother don and my new brother here in the ctx we got pastor byron Sego of light of hope fellowship ministries in the ctx follow him on his page also catch his show right here Real talk 
with Brian Sago in the ah. building. Y'all don't want to miss it. So, family, we love you. Always remember, again, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. When you see the psalmist's voice or when you see Pastor they go in your mall, at your church, at a fellowship, doing it big for the kingdom of God. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Summer's voice reloaded. I'm out of here. I love you, family. Be blessed. Central Texas.